Australia's economy is running into more headwinds with recession-busting revenue from the commodities boom starting to fade. It's a warning that comes as the federal budget soars towards a $20 billion surplus, taking it back into the black for the first time in 15 years. But as we've been hearing time and time again now, that surplus could be short-lived with tax revenue from commodities set to fall from those record highs uh, that we've seen over uh, the um, re- in recent times set to fall over the next year. Uh, we're joined now by the BC senior business correspondent Peter Ryan. Peter, good morning to you. So let's just, I want to ask you more about that first. What's causing this turnaround in fortunes given booming commodity prices in recent years? Well, uh, good morning, Tom. Uh, not just in recent years, but going back 15 years to the uh, global financial crisis. Remember, that's when Australia sidestepped a global recession, mainly because of China's demand for Australia's iron ore, coal and copper. They're all big saviours of those recession-busting rivers of gold flowing into Treasury coffers, which were overflowing from corporate tax revenue. But now the Department of Science, Industry and Resources says while those rivers aren't necessarily drying up, the boom is fading and pretty soon they won't be flowing nearly as fast as they used to. Australia has, of course, benefited from Russia's invasion of Ukraine, which helped deliver $460 billion in export earnings in the year to June, thanks to greater global demand. But now as energy prices go back towards pre-invasion levels, that revenue is set to slide to about $390 billion over the next year. Iron exports down by $30 billion, LNG by $24 billion, a further fall of $8 billion in 2024-25. Thermal coal exports more than halved to around $28 billion. Well, those are the estimates anyway. Now, none of this takes the gloss of that remarkable $19 billion surplus underwritten in large part by commodities, also uh, record low unemployment and high migration. But economist Chris Richardson warns the good news won't necessarily last for long. There remains a chance that there'll be a a surplus in the financial year we've just started. But the basic budget equation is good now, challenging later, and we are increasingly close to the point at which the challenges start to mount. We're already seeing some of the benefits to the budget from war, basically, driven up the price of what Australia sells to the world. That's peaked, that's coming down, that'll start to show up in the budget in in coming months. And inflation is terrible news for family finances, but great for government finances. It takes money out of family pockets, puts it into government pockets. As inflation eases from here, that also will take some good news out of the budget. The Department of Industry is saying the resources export boom is pretty much coming back down to earth. How concerning is that given there's been so much noise and elation about this budget surplus? Yeah, and it is a reminder that the lucky country's been spectacularly lucky at a time when a bunch of other nations went much more deeply into debt during COVID. We've managed to come out of this period with less government debt, a little less than we went into it ahead of COVID. That's great, but it's also temporary and it's luck. It's why, for example, uh, the Reserve Bank Governor keeps talking about productivity. If we're looking for better living standards over time, it is a more productive Australia that's going to be much more reliable at delivering those higher um, living standards than the ups and downs of world markets. But it's not necessarily a winning strategy. It's economist Chris Richardson there with Peter Ryan.
Ryan, who's with us. Peter, speaking of the economy, of course, Reserve Bank meeting tomorrow. Do you have a view? Are we likely to see an interest rate rise? Well, Tom, our money markets have actually swung back to see around about a 70% chance of a rate rise tomorrow, up to 4.35%. That would make the 13th hike since May last year. But it is likely uh, to be what the RBA will see as a finely balanced decision, to use their jargon. Yes, inflation in May fell to 5.6%, but it's still well above the RBA's target. Stronger than expected retail sales pretty much cancel out optimism about a rate pause tomorrow. On top of all of that, as you were talking about earlier, real estate values have edged higher for the fourth month, which will of course be a concern. But if the RBA board does decide to hold off tomorrow to assess the impact, it's looking likely for August. The question is how far the RBA board's prepared to go installing the economy without pushing it into a recession. I guess we'll wait and see, Peter. Thank you very much. Peter Ryan there, the ABC senior business correspondent.